I'm Sarah Long. And I'm Steve Ember with People in America in VOA Special English. Today we tell about three people who helped make Hollywood the center of the movie industry. When you hear the name Hollywood, you probably think of excitement, lights, cameras, and movie stars. Famous actors are not the only important people in the entertainment business. Directors and producers are important too. Today, Hollywood is full of producers and directors. However, very few are as famous and successful as Hollywood's first motion picture businessmen, Cecil B. DeMille, Samuel Goldwyn, and Louis Mayer. Cecil Blount DeMille was born in Ashfield, Massachusetts, in 1881. Both his parents were writers of plays. His father died when he was 12 years old. His mother kept the family together by establishing a theater company. Cecil joined the company as an actor. He continued working in his mother's theater company as an actor and manager until 1913. That year, he joined Jesse L. Lasky and Samuel Goldfish to form the Jesse L. Lasky Feature Play Company. Goldfish later changed his name to Samuel Goldwyn. The three men started making motion pictures immediately. They loved working in the movie business. They were deeply interested in its creative and financial possibilities. DeMille, Lasky, and Goldfish began working on a movie version of the popular American Western play Squaw Man. DeMille urged that the movie be made in the real American West. He chose Flagstaff, Arizona. DeMille and the company traveled to Flagstaff by train. When they arrived, DeMille thought the area looked too modern. They got back on the train and kept going until they reached the end of the line. They were in a quiet little town in Southern California. The town was called Hollywood. DeMille decided this was the perfect place to film the movie. Squaw Man was one of the first full-length movies produced in Hollywood. It was released in 1913 and was an immediate success. DeMille is considered the man who helped Hollywood become the center of the motion picture business. He quickly became a creative force in the new movie industry. His success continued with Brewster's Millions, The Call of the North, and The Trail of the Lonesome Pine. Cecil B. DeMille was among the very few filmmakers in Hollywood whose name appeared above the title of his movie. 
His name was more important to moviegoers than the names of the stars in the movie. DeMille's movies were known to be big productions. He combined a lot of action, realistic storytelling, and hundreds of actors to make some of Hollywood's best movies. He made many kinds of movies, including westerns, comedies, romances, and ones dealing with moral issues. DeMille gained a great deal of fame with the kind of movie known as an epic. An epic tells a story of events that are important in history. DeMille's epic movies were based on the settling of the American West, Roman history, or stories from the Bible. His first version of the historic film The Ten Commandments was a huge success among silent films in 1923. In 1956, he released a new version of The Ten Commandments to include sound. It is broadcast still on American television during the Christian observance of Easter. Cecil B. DeMille produced and directed 70 movies. In 1949, he received a special Academy Award for 37 years of brilliant showmanship. He died of heart failure in 1959. One of DeMille's last films was The Greatest Show on Earth. It won the Academy Award for Best Picture in 1952. It was about people who performed in the circus. Some people say it was a fitting subject because Cecil B. DeMille often was called the greatest showman in Hollywood. In 1895, a 13-year-old boy from Warsaw, Poland, found his way to the United States. Samuel Goldfish was alone. He had no money. He found work as a glove-maker. He continued working in the glove-making industry until he was almost 30 years old. In 1913, Samuel and his wife's brother, Jesse L. Lasky, and Cecil B. DeMille formed the Jesse L. Lasky Feature Play Company. It produced the movie Squaw Man. In 1916, Goldfish started a business with Edgar Selwyn. They combined their names, Goldfish and Selwyn, and called the new company Goldwyn. Samuel Goldfish liked the name and changed his to Samuel Goldwyn in 1918. The Goldwyn Company made many successful motion pictures. Yet the company was not a financial success. In 1922, Samuel Goldwyn was forced to leave the company. The Goldwyn Company then joined with Metro Pictures and Lewis B. Mayer Productions to form Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, known as MGM. Samuel Goldwyn was not part of the deal. He promised never to be a joint owner of another company. 
he formed his own company, Samuel Goldwyn Productions. Samuel Goldwyn was one of the great independent producers during the golden age of Hollywood. Most of his films were successful financially and popular with critics. He insisted that his films be well made and of high quality. This became known as the Goldwyn Touch. Goldwyn usually paid for his films himself. He bought the best stories and plays to be made into movies. He employed the best writers, directors, and actors, and he discovered new actors, including Lucille Ball, Gary Cooper, Susan Hayward, and Will Rogers. Goldwyn was extremely independent. He had a strong desire to control every element of the production and marketing of his films. He made all decisions concerning his films, including choosing directors, actors, and writers. His best films include *The Little Foxes*, *The Best Years of Our Lives*, and *Porgy and Bess*. His movies received many Academy Awards. Samuel Goldwyn was known also for his sense of humor. He created funny expressions. In Hollywood, they are known as Goldwynisms. One of his most famous expressions was "include me out." In 1946, Goldwyn received the Irving Thalberg Memorial Award for his excellent movie productions during the Academy Award ceremonies that year. He died in 1974. Samuel Goldwyn was in the movie business for almost 60 years. He is considered one of the most influential film producers ever. Louis B. Mayer began as a theater operator in Havermill, Massachusetts, in 1907. Over the next several years, he bought more theaters. Soon, he owned the largest group of theaters in New England. In 1917, Mayer formed his own movie production company. In the early 1920s, Louis B. Mayer Pictures. Joined two other companies to form Metro Goldwyn Mayer. Mayer was appointed vice president and general manager of Metro Goldwyn Mayer. He had a strong fatherly way of supervising the company and actors. The company had some of the biggest names in show business, including Judy Garland, Clark Gable, Catherine Hepburn, and Elizabeth Taylor. A popular expression used at the time was "MGM had more stars than there are in heaven." MGM produced some of the most popular movies of all time, including *The Wizard of Oz*, *Gone with the Wind*, and *The Philadelphia Story*. In the 1930s and 1940s, Louis B. Mayer was the most powerful businessman in Hollywood. He earned more than one million two hundred thousand dollars a year. He was paid more than anyone else in the United States.
1950, Mayer received a Special Academy Award for excellent service to the motion picture industry. He died in Hollywood, California in 1957. He was 72 years old. Cecil B. DeMille, Samuel Goldwyn, and Louis B. Mayer are remembered for their excellent movies and their continuing influence in the motion picture industry. They led the way for movie producers and directors of today and those still to come. This program was written and directed by Luan Davis. Our studio engineer was Keith Holmes. I'm Steve Ember. And I'm Sarah Long. Join us again next week for People in America in VOA Special English. Thank you.